All right, we got here Jason Bach, founder of Brokers Edge. Very excited. I know uh, it's took a couple months for us to reconnect, but very excited to hop into here. Jason, thanks so much for taking the time. Guys, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, you know meet with me. Um, are we allowed to say when it is? I mean, it's you know after the holiday and all that. It did take a minute to to finally get connected and stuff, and it was good to finally uh, you know put it all together. So I'm really thankful that we uh, managed to find a way to make this work. Of course, man. Yeah. And and so we are, if for anyone listening, because this might come out in like January, but we are recording on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. And anyone that's professional enough to take a podcast and be present on time um, on Black Friday, we respect in the highest regard. We've read your bio. We've listened to a lot of your content. So super excited to get into this. Um, why don't you just share a little bit more about your story? Tell us a little bit more about like where you've been and where you're at today. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the Reader's Digest version of this, if you will, is uh, I, I started off as a truck driver and um, I got into a real bad accident, ended up in the office and worked my way up the ladder to where I, I eventually ended up uh, taking a job out here in Dallas. I, I grew up in Chicago, so I, I, you know, that's why I don't sound like I'm from Texas because I'm not. <laughs> and uh, I, t- I took a job out here to help run a company and, uh, you know, develop my skills as a uh, as a freight broker. And through that time, I escalated and you know you compound your efforts when you learn something you look back on what you learned and as you grow you see things through a different lens so uh, it allowed me to kind of take those skills and compound things as we were growing as a company and then we had a uh, little bit of an economic downturn and it really is what the, I needed to have to throw me out into the open and, and really just do my own thing. So I've, I've worked for myself for almost 20 years now. Um, I've been a freight broker since 04. I've been in transportation since 1996. I mean, like, I, there isn't much I haven't done. I mean, we've, we've moved train, uh, plane loads of freight from one end of the country to the other for hurricane relief. I mean, we've, we've done all kinds of really cool stuff. So, And that is one of the things I really love about my industry. No two days are ever the same. I, I don't know what I'm going to get into the day I, I get up and I get in the office, I start working on things and, and things just evolve and they come to you with a need. You know, what is that specific need? And they're taking that need and really bring it to fruition, really action, you know, putting it in action. So, so, yeah. so where is your, where's your entrepreneurial journey taking you today? Like who are you serving? Where's your, where are you driving the most impact and, and what does your day to day look like typically yeah. right now? Great question. Uh, you know, really, my day to day is very structured because of how much I have to cram into it in, in twenty four hours. Um, I, I try to find that twenty fifth and twenty sixth hour as often as possible. So I'm always compounding my efforts. Um, you know, today we we talked briefly before this, and uh, I'm shooting material for Brokers Edge right now, taking a break to do the you know to do this, and then we're going to go right back into it, and then it's off to the gym. I mean, there there's no days off. You know, so <clears throat> um, really we. we We've pivoted away from servicing customers and really taking my experience and really trying to make better freight brokers. That's really the purpose behind Brokers Edge is, is to educate people that want to get into the industry or are currently in the industry and not getting the results they want. You know, very often we're working with companies that have a business that exists and they, they really don't know where to go from there. They, they opened up an LLC. They've tried to do some of the things that were told were real easy to do and they weren't successful. So they come to us and some other companies like us, and they, you know, want, want to learn how to do a better job of what what they're trying to accomplish, which is ultimately make money, right? Everybody, everybody's doing this for a purpose, right? And their purpose is really putting food on your table. You know, it, it's sure. about taking care of your families and, and building an economy for yourselves, and that's really what we try to do: is teach people how to make a better economy. You know, we do that through 
uh, mentoring, uh, you know, s- some mindset stuff. And then also, you know, of course, actual industry knowledge that we teach. Sure. So, so inside of the space of your industry, where do most freight brokers get it wrong? Like where, where's like the first set of like cleanup that needs to happen when you go into a freight brokerage and they're, they're struggling a little bit. What's, what's the typical case that's, that's going on? We find that people don't really have a brand. It's kind of weird because this, this is a very easy thing to do. And especially in this day and age, when I started, there was no social media. We didn't have smartphones or any of this stuff, man. It was, you know, it was very, very boots on the ground and, and a lot of, whole lot of networking through friends. And I guess those skills have kind of transferred into social media today. And people really need to do a better job of honing their own brand and, and, and developing that. Once they can start doing that, that's going to allow them to then get a different reach, get noticed. Uh, there's so many people out there legitimately begging for freight. It is really, a, it's really sad. And, and so you have to find a way to differentiate yourself from the market. So we work with people to do that. What does your company do? What is, what is they, what's the specialty? Why, why are you in business? Why did you choose to do this? And, and developing that why is really going to be important. So they know what they're selling, you know, and, and then a lot of it's really just teaching them how to properly conduct a cold call. I had one student, he, we, we were doing these, uh, these free calls every Tuesday night. And um, we had uh, a student come on and he says, you know, I, I can't close. That's okay. Let's run through it. So we just stopped everything. We did a real quick role play with him and he went through his, his, his rhetoric. And uh, you know, we, what we found was he wasn't asking for a close. And so I just simply gave him a phrase to use. I said, have you heard enough to make a decision? He comes back the following week and says, I, I've been doing, I did that. And I closed two new customers and I've been doing 10 loads a day with these guys. I mean, that one phrase is going to make a massive amount of difference in his life because he's now able to work because he asked for the clothes. And it's just identifying those small little things that really does make a difference. So, you know, you talk about the market conditions in the industry right now. So I know that there's obviously like any like any industry, there's your larger your larger companies, there's your, you know, like your TQLs of the world and your industry, like pretty large logistics company. I don't know what what, the specifics of how they compare to the work you do and then your clients do and your, and your organization does. But just as an example, right, there's your big companies, there's your small boutique companies for someone that's just getting into the industry, trying to figure out how to grow. Is that where you're seeing yourself come in and really help people scale and grow quickly? Uh, We're handling it more on the, um, And the individual side. So somebody who has a company, they want to own their own their own company itself. They, they don't want to work for somebody else. I, I'd have to say 95% of the people are just truly entrepreneurs that have opened up their own LLC and they're developing those skills. So unfortunately for them, what they're doing is they're actually trying to develop two different skill sets at the same time. Right. You know, they were told it was easy. Well, it sure was. If for the guy who knew how to do it, it's easy for me. <laughs> you know, so I have to show you why it's easy and how to make it easy for yourselves. And that's that really is what the job is. That that's the challenge. That's what we sell the products for because we, we're teaching you how to do a better job of whatever skill that you're trying to develop. But you know, with regards to TQL, CH Robinson, I mean, they're they're the Mac Daddies. They're they're the the big. You know, that's the 500 pound gorilla in the room, and you're going to compete with them. You have to. So you have to find what, learn about them so that you know how you're different from them. You never talk poorly about your, your competition, but what you want to do is talk differences. This is how we differ from this guy and let them find out for themselves. You know, you're not going to stop a juggernaut, but what you can do is show them why you're different and how that, let them figure out that you're better because of that. Sure. 
So, so for those that are starting to accelerate on this journey, like we have, we have a couple of clients that come to mind and they're, you know, they're, they're starting to produce really well. What are some of the ways that they can pour gasoline on the fire when it comes to growth? And then what are some things that you see that allow you to increase margins while you're doing that? Okay. So without knowing their specific instances, it just kind of in general terms, like I said, marketing is a huge thing and, and really getting out there and really pushing a brand start. I mean, get an Instagram, clean up your Facebook, stop posting pictures of you partying, you know, really get into this and be a professional because now you have, your in your interests are great, but other gonna, other people are going to see that. So you have to really kind of figure out, what, am I going to like that joke because it makes me laugh or is somebody going to see that and it's going to be off putting for them? You know, so really kind of have a, have a much more, you know, like just a holistic view of what you do and how it's going to impact your potential business. Um, you know, there's a lot of things I see online that are funny to me, but I don't comment on them. The whole world doesn't need to know my opinion on something because it, it can come back to bite me. So I would be really careful about how I present myself. And then I would also make sure that I'm presenting myself in the best possible light. Um, short of that, I, I think that, you know, really getting out there and just it's, it's old school, man. Pick up the phone. Don't be afraid to get, you know, get hung up on. Don't be afraid to hear the word no. So what? You know, yeah. not for nothing. We as salespeople, specifically freight guys, the successful ones, you'll see them all have very, very attractive girlfriends or wives because we're we're, not, we're, we're real good at going out and saying, hey, how you doing? You know, we're, we're so used to rejection. Nobody cares. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Fine. <laughs> you know, right. But you're making the money and you're not afraid to hear no. So go out there and, and really present yourself in a way that's going to be interesting to other people. People work with people that they love, like, and trust. Okay. So go be that person, you know, be approachable, be interesting, talk about things that are interesting to somebody else. And then you're also trying to work with them and find the common ground so that you can entrust with them that you have the ability to handle their business. A lot of, a lot of the common themes that we've seen in the pocket of this conversation are someone who's got the sales side down, right? They were, they, maybe they started at a big company like a TQL or some type of bigger gorilla, right. so to speak. And they got the sales side down, but they're like, Hey man, I'm kicking too much cash and too much dough up to the, up to the big man. Like I like, I want to go ahead and start my own thing. So now their learning curve is the business side. It's, it's the yeah. business knowledge. Where are you seeing those mistakes go? So, you know, I'm a young guy. I've maybe been pounding the pavement for a couple of years on my own. Yeah. I've got the sales stuff down, but now how do I build the right team out? How do I build the right infrastructure? Yeah, so like, what, what do you see on that side? I, honestly, there's so many great tools out there. What I see is a, a young company overspending their ability. Um, for example, there there's some data processing companies out there that charge quite a bit of money a month. Um, if you let HubSpot do it, they'll charge you $2,000, $4,000 a month to operate uh, like full function marketing, all kinds of stuff. They have a free platform. Use it as a free platform, man. I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, th there's other ways to do things. Um, we use a specific type of tool that helps us do data mining for specific for uh, lead generation. There's another company that charges quite a bit of money a month for that. You know, we 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 book, I think we pay three thousand dollars for, or I'm sorry, a thousand dollars for the whole year. You know, they'll charge fourteen a month. It's crazy. So. These young companies have the money, right? You got the you've got the income coming in, and you're transitioning into being a, a business owner. And you want to scale. When you're a solopreneur, that you know, like just one person running things, it's a lot easier to say, "Wait a minute, I got to manage this different," you know. But now all of a sudden, I have to manage my business, and the, I'm also in the business of managing the business. 
you know, so I've got to keep the money coming in, but then I also have to give the platform for somebody else to do exactly what I've done and learn from me. Hopefully you found somebody that has a book of business. It's very rare that somebody with a book of business will want to leave because they'll end up being like you and want to go out on their own. So you're not likely going to find that. You need to worry about taking somebody who knows nothing about the industry and making them into what you are. And that's sure. really what becomes the challenge then is outspending your ability because you're trying to figure out how to rapidly bring this person up to speed. And then also taking your eye off the ball, with which is what actually makes your money, right? You got your customers and stuff that you're currently serving because you're focused on trying to get somebody else profitable or you leverage yourself to death, whereas you're giving them parts of your loads and that's taking away from your profitability as a, you know, as a broker itself. So it's a very fine line. We, uh, we do it in a much different way. Actually, we kind of borrow some stuff from TQL. We put everybody on 90 day probation. <clears throat> and in that time, what we do is we tell them, okay, fine. You know, the first 30 days you're learning the system. You, you, you're going to pick this up fast, but I put them on our loads. We have them tracking and tracing. And then we teach them how to cover loads based on our criteria and how we do everything in our systems. And all along we've got them cold calling and we're building up that skill set. So while they're, they're learning how to the calling and they're doing all these different things, it's not too much at once. And they're not just thrown to the wolves when they do land a customer going, Oh shit, now I got to learn the system too. And I got to do all these other things. You know, it, it's, we try to take some of the pressure off of that and, and make it much more instinctual. Sure. So now, so now walk us through with what you're building right now with Broker's Edge. Um, you had given us a snippet of kind of how you guys help out, but walk us through like a experience of someone who is going to be a user of the Broker's Edge platform. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you can easily get on the website. Uh, we're, we're currently doing Instagram lives on, uh, I think it's scheduled Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, and what we also have then is a, um, an introductory introductory course for anybody who is new to the industry and wants to learn how to be a freight broker. I, I, and it's a very cheap entry. I don't. I think it's like three or four hundred dollars or something. And then we have other products that will help you, like follow up guides and, and different things that will help augment what you really need, depending on what your your need is. We try to hit it from different angles so that you know the person who is very new to this thing needs to know what they're doing, not how to do it yet. <laughs> they've got to kind of get baptized by the situation. Then the, now we, now we start building you up from there and we give you the pieces and it's up to you to, you know, if to, you want to put them in spots different than where we have them. I mean, that's totally up to you, but um, we do tend to market towards the individual itself. However, we do have a corporate package that we do and we work with existing brokerages in that manner. So <clears throat> it's much more volume based, whereas we will take a company and we'll go, okay, we have a weekly meeting with your team. We have a weekly meeting with the management. Then we have a uh, once a month an owners meeting. Whereas we sit down and we talk to them at a very high level about everything that's going on. We ask for full transparency because we cannot help you if you tell us that if you don't tell us you're in the red, you're losing money. I can't help that, <laughs> you know. So you tell me everything's fine. I'm going to say fine. Show me, <laughs> you know. I mean, like we really get into the thick of it because I want to make sure that we're giving the best possible information, and I can't do that if I'm being told bullshit. So we, we really do ask for a lot of transparency when it comes to the corporate package. However, you're getting what you pay for and we will get you a lot of money. So far, um, I'm trying to think of our most recent guys. They, uh, they've experienced about a 20% bump. Um, we had one guy just retooled himself. He actually fired everybody after we started giving him all the advice. He's like, I can't work with any of these guys. I'm like, whoa, 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 let's fix it. He goes, no, fuck it. Sorry. <laughs> 
he unplugged him and I was like, well, okay, now what? I said, so we're going to call you Phoenix, uh, Phoenix logistics or something like, you know, from the ashes comes your company. And he turned around and he really did rebuild it. And, you know, we, kind of had to help them uh, in a much different way then because now we're not working with an existing company. We're legitimately retooling another company from the ground up with a very limited budget at that point because he had already spent his money yeah. on a lot of toys. Like I told you, you know, these guys, they don't listen sometimes and then they run themselves into a ground. So the, the path is, is kind of really two different paths, depending on who you are. If you're an existing business, we give you the corporate package and we help your people as well as the company move forward. And if you're just a, an individual individual that wants to learn how to do this, then you're just, you know, you go down that path and we give you a sales course. Uh, that's what I'm here filming today. As a matter of fact, we've got some other videos I had to reshoot and, um, and some uh, bonus stuff that we want to do. But, you know, with that, I mean, we take it, it's a brain dump, guys. I mean, it, it's taken us quite a while to put all this together because, I mean, it, it's just such a lengthy process. Um, we do a, a program called uh, Cardone University. And it's really more designed for cars, but we, we like to do it. And I think it's good for the guys to hear somebody's voice aside from myself. Right. So it also works as a team building exercise for us. And he's got over 800 videos in that thing. And I'm like, Jesus, I mean, like, how could you possibly have 800 videos? Now I'm shooting this stuff. I'm going, I can see how you could do that. I mean, like this sales course is already turning into a 15 hours worth of footage, all supported wow. with PDFs and, and quizzes. And all. I mean, just, yeah, poor Connor's building this thing out. <laughs> I'm like, where are we at? Where are we, what do we need? And then, you know, cause we, aside from this, I'm also running a freight brokerage. Plus uh, we just launched a brand new brand called uh, Lure Miles. So, I mean, there's a whole lot of things going on and, you know, we, we want to make sure everybody's getting what they need. So it, is, it really is about compounding time and making sure that we're uh, very, very scheduled. Well, so one of the questions I was going to ask you is through all your years of experience and growth, like how have you managed the growth on your side? you know, as a, as an entrepreneur, I've made a whole lot of these different arms out. Yeah. I've like talk about just some of those like trials and tribulations and things you've learned along the way. And, and if you don't mind just sharing some of that, um, you know, really you, I find that you spend to your income. And so as you start making more money, you start making new choices. And one of the other things I think really I would have done differently was every night's Friday night in a freight brokerage. You pretty much call your hours. I work from home and I can do whatever I want, however late I want. If I want to stay up all night playing video games and I got nothing going on in the morning, I can sleep till nine, 10, what, you know, just check my email and everything's cool. Um, I mean, those days are long gone. Obviously I don't do that now, but I mean, those were some of the mistakes I made early on because I had existing accounts and I was very fortunate with to always have some type of work. I really never started from zero. I, uh, I always had something going on. So, um, I, I think that uh, really networking is really important and you need to be the type of person that can at Thanksgiving ask people, you know, what do you do for a living? <laughs> I, I, I did this last night. Um, one of the people that was over the, at, at dinner with us, I, I'd seen him a couple of times and I just asked him, what, what are you doing these days? And he's like, oh, well, I'm working for a, uh, an adhesive company. Oh, okay, cool. So that's stuff flammable, huh? So now I'm asking questions. I, my wife's looking at me. She goes, I already know what you're doing. And I'm like, yeah, so what? You know, like, this is what we do, guys. I mean, always selling. You know, you're always looking for that angle, always looking for that prospect. The guy that I'm sitting next to at Thanksgiving is much more likely to ship with me than somebody I just randomly call. You know, so recognizing the opportunities is huge. And then being bold enough to do something about it. Actually saying, hey, I want to do this. You know, and I'm sure you guys do the same thing. You know, you, you guys have that type of personality where you don't mind asking for a, for a business. 
because you have to. Yeah, how, how else are you going to get business if you don't ask for it, right? Yeah, shy people go really broke really quick. You know? yep. And so, um, you know, I, I think that keeping yourself in line and, and really paying attention to the things that are matter that matter financially are going to be really important. You know, when it starts raining cash, all of a sudden it feels like that. You know, you start getting five, six, seven thousand dollar a week paychecks, and you're like, it's endless. It's just going to come in, man. Yeah, I'll go buy a nice car. I'll go buy this. I'll go buy that. When you should be doing is putting the stuff away and actually reinvesting in yourself. So it wasn't sure. until about 2018 I started really reinvesting myself, and I started to look for sales training and, and look for different things. I, I actually went through uh, Jordan Belfort's Straight Line uh, uh, sales course. And that was the, was the very first thing I, I did as my introduction to online training of some type. And, uh, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, it, it was an experience and I learned a lot from it. And, I, and, you know, it allowed me to go on to where I am today, whereas I've, I've taken so many different courses and, and, and read so many different books. And there's just so much great information out there now that just didn't exist when I started. Sure. I mean, it was completely devoid of that, you know, I mean. Yeah. And I think you, you had brought up a really good point in that a lot of people, when they're first starting out, especially as, as solopreneurs, they're running it like a job, right? I make money and now I have the money to spend. But you need to reframe it towards like running an actual business and creating some level of enterprise value so that you can eventually like step away if you want and, and not do anything and the business still grows. So, so can you walk through kind of how you go about training your more green clients, younger guys that are just starting to make money on how to actually extract wealth from the business um, and then go about building enterprise value. Yeah. yeah. So I take my guys and I, I still have this tool from back in the day when I first started and it is a spreadsheet and all it does is it calculates one third. So you take your money, you put in whatever your commission was, and then it just tells you, okay, you need to leave this in the bank. You can spend whatever else you want. You need this in the bank for your taxes. Right. Because that's usually the first thing everybody screws up is they don't have enough money for taxes. Then you suddenly get handed a twelve, thirteen, fifteen thousand dollar tax bill. And you're like, oh my God, where am I going to get that money from? You know, well, you know, you, you've been spending like a jerk this entire time. You could have just had it in cash, but you know, you, you did your own thing. So, um, you know, we start there. We start with managing money and making sure that there, there's a, an understanding of what's really happening here financially. Secondly, we, uh, we address the I'm working for myself situation. You're no longer working for yourself. You do have a boss. You have lots of bosses. You have customers and carriers, and they're all your bosses, and they're going to tell you exactly what they need, and it's up to you to deliver. So I, I think changing that, reframing that mentality where I don't want to have a boss is, is really going to be key. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm the boss here, but you know, we, we give a lot of latitude to people. We really let people develop themselves and do what they need to do. And I'm not, I'm not going to stand over your shoulder and watch you all day long. I can tell by your commission statement if you're doing your job or not. We do track calls, yeah. um, you know, we, we track those, we record them, we do go over them and we, you know, kind of want to work with people to help them, you know, see things that they really couldn't have seen in the, in the, in the heat of the battle, you know? And when you go back and listen to another call, you'll hear where the, the energy changed all of a sudden. It's like, that's where you lost them. You said this, that happened. Who knows why this happened, but you lost that client. And now you got to start right back over again next time. So Really sitting down and, and really working with people at that granular level gives them the confidence to go into the marketplace and do different things. And I think that's really the biggest thing is taking new people, very green people. We just had a, a guy start with us last Monday. He's 18 years old. 
He's his dad's a truck. I met him through his dad who owns a trucking company. But he says, dad, I don't want to run a trucking company. I want to be a freight broker. And so his dad talked to me. He says, listen, man, I, I've known you for years. You're a great guy. Can, can you take my kid on the wing? I'm like, yeah, we'll do it. You know, I didn't think twice about it. Like, yeah, forget it. I would love to have this opportunity if I was his age. You know, the, Connor's 25 and the, the, you know, the stuff he's coming in contact through me, I would, my life would be so different if I had 25, man. <laughs> I turn, 47, uh, turn 48 next month. I mean, like, you know, I, I've, I've done a lot of things in the time that I, I've been in transportation and I, I really, I'm very thankful for the stuff that has happened and the mentorship I've received through different things. But I, I, I really like to take that and, and reapply it to people that can use it and, and, and will benefit. But like I said, I mean, you really know when people are getting it because the cash starts coming in and it's consistent. You're not getting a hundred dollar, thousand dollar, hundred dollar, thousand dollar. It's going to be thousand, two thousand, you know, three thousand. You, you start seeing the climb and then it becomes consistent. And then that's when we start having a different type of conversation going, great. Now that you're making this kind of money, don't get lazy. Mm. Don't be, don't be seduced by success. We like to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's great, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What, what I wanted to ask you about just in the same pocket of this is how, like when you're able to build a team out, a talented team, what are some ways that you can retain talent? What are some ways you don't have to worry about people leaving? It's always going to happen, right? Sure. But like, what are the, some ways to retain talent? How do you go about retaining talent to make sure you're truly duplicating yourself so that you're not hammering the phones right. you know, 200 times a day yourself? We do, we do that through incentivizing people. Uh, we have a uh, employee maturity model that we use. And so you go from, I mean, probationary period, you're legit just tracking my stuff, right? You're just tracking one specific account. You'll get maybe five to 10 loads a week. We, we're not trying to look, bury you with stuff, but just enough to get you familiar with the system, right? And as you grow, then you naturally go grow into yourself. You grow into your own, right? So that's when you start making more and more money on your actual loads because we're not hand we're not having to manage that as things grow. What we do is then we take the, the people that are exceptional and we have them train up other people. So we give them a smaller group. So it's in little groups of threes and we just have those groups of threes, take the three top people, have them train three more people. And that's how you, you know, get the team underneath them. They get a percentage of what the other team does. So we just give them a kick off of this and for about a year and then they go to the wayside. So we're not only giving them their own income, we're allowing them to get income off of other people, which allows me to manage the company in a much different way because now I'm not standing there all going, okay, are you doing this? You got to make sure you're doing this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm having very high level conversations with people that are just managing the process. I don't have to talk to everybody. I just have to talk to the leaders. You know, so when we have the leaders come in and do the different things, you know, I mean, it just, it, are they doing this? Yes. Are you working with them? Yeah. Okay. What could be better? You know, we just start having different conversations because when you're training somebody, especially somebody really new in the industry, they don't know what they need. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. They just don't know what they need. They, you know, you, you don't know what you don't know. So you can't ask a question if you're not aware of it. And so we take that and we try to make sure that they're not put in that position to fail. Sure. Fuse mind will always find failure. Yeah. So, so with all that being said, like what, what's the vision here? Like where, where do you want to see all of it going? What's uh what's next? Like on the, on your personal brokerage, where's it at today? Where do you want to see it going? Um, I know you're building out broker's edge. Why don't you share with us what the next five, 10 years are for sure. you? Yeah, we're, uh, I mean, we're, we're growing the, the 360 brand, which is the, uh, the actual brokerage, of course. A lot of times what we get is people come into broker's edge and then they eventually 
go over 2360. So it kind of becomes almost like a hiring platform for some people. If we have a student that we really like, we'll say, hey, listen, you know, rather than doing this on your own, why don't you come work under an established brand with an actual TMS and, and like all these great tools. And so, you know, we give them the opportunity to work directly with us, which of course, then they have a different prospect, uh, proximity to myself. You know, it's not just a here, there, these little calls and some videos and stuff. You're, you're in our morning meetings. You're, you're, you know, you have my cell phone where we, we can talk at any time. I, you know, I'm very transparent with that and I'm very accessible. You know, I don't hide behind anything. I, I mean, with the students, we kind of create some barriers because we, there's a, other things that have to go on and I can't just be on the phone endlessly answering questions, but it's a much different experience if you come work for 360. And so we, you know, we, we make sure that people are benefiting from that and then taking the brand and growing it from there. Um, as far as Broker's Edge, we're, we're just continuously adding to that content. You know, it, it's branding, it, it's shooting additional content. We made a major investment last year to put a studio together so that we didn't have to contract the stuff out anymore. And, uh, you know, just, do it as is. And it, it becomes very, uh, very turnkey. I mean, I can shoot any time of the day and day in, day night. It doesn't matter. You know, I've, I've been here on a Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> middle of the night. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares. My wife's dealing with cares. <laughs> I brought my dog here and stuff. She, <laughs> Mila comes running around doing her thing. It's, it's all good until something moves and then she starts barking through one of the videos. Sure. I feel, I feel it all the same. My dog's actually right, right next to us as we speak. Yeah. Um, I, I call her the, what, of the month. what, what I really <laughs> <laughs> what I really love about this model, and I think there's something that could be adopted from every industry here, is that like the way that you're creating it with the education side of things is organically bringing in the ecosystem to you're pretty much getting paid to recruit talent and, and then right. not having to take on the massive expense of like hiring that talent yourself and training because these are already trained people coming in through your system, which well, a lot of people right. like the largest – sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. But to that point, what it's allowing us to do is actually get a different vantage point of, an, of a potential interviewee, right? Everybody's on their best behavior when they're interviewing. I've had so many people go, yeah, 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 everything's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we give them a, a personality test. And I'm like, dude, you're a serial killer. I'm like, we're not hiring you. Forget it, man. Get, get out of here. <laughs> no. <laughs> go away. Don't ever call. Yes. But we, we, we find things out faster this way and because we work with you on a different level, right? And you're coming to us with promise. So we understand how you communicate and, and, and all the little granular things. If I've been working with you for six months or you've been coming to the calls and, and engaging with us, I'll, I'll know really quickly who, who I want to work with and who I don't. And it comes to who can I tolerate? Who can I trust? You know, mm -hmm. and I give you access to our book of business and you not do something stupid with it. You know, 100%. And, so, um, you know, and we've evolved too. Uh, we've created a digital freight platform called Lure Miles that I'm real proud of. We just launched that last month. Uh, we're adding customers to it on the daily now. And uh, it, it seems to be a pretty easy sale, actually. It's kind of strange. It, 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 it's kind of like Amazon and Walmart, but I own them both, you know? So it, it, 360 is a much more hands-on boutique type of uh, situation versus Lure Miles where it, it's very – Drive, reefer, truckload, freight. Doom. Done. One in one, that's the majority of the freight that moves throughout the United States. Just boom, done. And by taking that and automating it, we're, it allows us to charge very, very little margins on stuff. And so, uh, in fact, we're running a, a, a little uh, thing. I don't 
it's not going to show up on this by the time this launches, but uh, through the rest of the year, I've got a couple of customers that I've offered free uh, fee-free transportation. So they just cover the cost of the truck. I wipe out my fees and even the bank charges. So um, it ends up costing me a little money per customer, but we're, we're using that as a way to bring people into the ecosphere and then also to test the system, make sure there's any bugs that are there get cleaned up. Because, you know, you could test and test and test, but you, you're going to find something. The moon happens to be in the right awesome. position and, and, and somebody blinked and all of a sudden something. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? Why is it? It worked just fine yesterday. What's going on? So how, how can our listeners connect with you? So for anybody that this all rings true with and they'd like to connect with you, collaborate with you and your team, like what what's the best way to get in touch with you and connect with you? Yeah, we're on Instagram, uh, Facebook, just all really LinkedIn. I mean, yeah, just if you put my name in Jason Bouch, B-A-U-C-H, it, it comes up and, uh, you know, it should be the same picture as my author picture throughout all the, the uh the, the identifiers, but yeah, it's really easy stuff. Uh, we're on YouTube. We've got some stuff there. Um, you know, of course the websites, you got 360 phrase, uh, phrase brokers edge with a Z.com, um, and Laura miles, L U R A M I L E S.com. Awesome. Well, Jason, thank you so much for coming on, you know, pouring into our listeners here. I know a lot of our, uh, you know, listeners that are in this industry are going to take a lot of value. And I think head over to the website, so once again, thank you so much for your time. And I'm, I'm really glad to have been here. If anybody has any questions, I'm happy to help, man. We're an open book. We're, we're really easy to get a hold of. So, but Thanks, brother. Thanks very much for your time, guys. I really appreciate you.